dating these days is really hard. It just isn't what it used to be, where two people fall in love and ride off into the sunset and live happily ever after. Because we've got the apps and unspoken rules, swiping, social media investigating, and not to mention a freaking global pandemic to navigate. So on this episode of the Lucy Beatrix podcast, I'm going to be breaking down my dating tips and tricks or sharing what I know about how to fall in love in this modern life. This is the Lucy Beatrix podcast. I'm a magazine cover girl turned competitive athlete running fast and far. And while I have no credentials on speaking about love, what I do have is the experience and insight on my quest to find the one. Truth be told, I'm kind of a romantic and I've seen it all. So today I'm going to be talking about what I know on dating in 2022. (laughs) So stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Um, The last episode I did was about my dreams to qualify for the Olympic trials in 2024. But this episode is about my other favorite topic besides running, and that's love. You all know I love love. So we're going to be talking specifically about dating. And I'm going to be sharing with you my guidelines or little things that I go by when I'm dating and things I look for, as well as navigating the apps or green flags, red flags, all that good stuff. But it's a very uh, casual conversation like most of my episodes have been recently. But yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so about a year and a half ago, I downloaded the apps. And if you don't know what the apps are, that's the dating apps that people use to find love. Or, you know, it's when you swipe left, swipe right, or uh, match with people that could be potentially partners or people you want to go on a date with. And this, when I started using these apps a year and a half ago, it was still the middle of the pandemic in a way where people weren't even really meeting up in real life in restaurants because a lot of restaurants weren't even open. Like you had to literally go outside and go on a walk in the park with your masks on. That was what dating looked like a year and a half ago. So I was new to the apps and I was also new to this kind of style of dating because up until that point, I'd always met people that I dated in the wild or at places that I had frequented. So my understanding of dating was you maybe strike up a conversation with someone at the yoga studio or at the gym or at a bar. And you go from there. That was how I knew how to date um, all of my 20s, was just meeting people out at shows, stuff like that. And you would hang out, get a coffee, and that was just what you did. It was old school. But then I was in a relationship for kind of a while, and then when we broke up, I had to find a way to meet people. And everybody, my my roommate at the time told me, get on the apps. Specifically, they told me to get on one of the apps called Hinge, which, uh, you know, you give a little bit of information about yourself, what you like to do, some photos, maybe a video, maybe a little voice recording that says something about yourself, and you go from there. So, I don't know. I never understood how to um, put myself out there on those apps because I'm a pretty multifaceted person, 
And it's hard to think how to, to condense myself down to really simple things that I'm all about. But that said, I also do like that with the apps, you can do that. You can say, I'm really into healthy living, uh, running, and I take photos sometimes. It kind of gets yourself, it puts yourself out there in a way that's like, if you don't like those things, then you're going to cut out a lot of people who are just not going to be a match for you. But I also didn't understand then what I understand now, which is because there are so many people on these apps, it's kind of a crazy process of uh, sifting through and finding you know, the right people to even engage with or give enough of your time with to potentially meet up in person. So this leads me to explain uh, my first tip or thing that I think that people should do when they are setting out to date. And that is to meet up with the person you're chatting with sooner than later. So if you match with someone, my hot take is to to eliminate a lot of getting to know each other just via texting or even FaceTiming. I think FaceTiming is good, but I kind of think that you really need to get that in-person sense of if you like each other. Because I do believe there's something to be said about pheromones and energy and vibes and all this nebulous ethereal stuff that is the foundation for attraction. Because you can have everything in the world in common with someone on paper and even think, oh yeah, like I like their photos and I like the way they put themselves out there and you know, think that that could be perfect. But then in person, there's nothing. And so I think it's really important that you keep the texting and the engaging online, the initial uh, meeting quickly. I mean, um, like get get that over with. I mean, go through that quickly and jump to the meeting in person sooner than later so that you can understand if you have that that vibe. Um, Yeah, I think that's really important. So that would be my number one tip is meet up sooner than later. And that said, on that very first date, I think it's important to keep things uh, light. I think it's important that even if you're really vibing with someone, you have a thousand things in common and a crossover and all these things, I think that you want to save the heavy stuff for maybe two or three dates in. Like, don't come out the gates saying, you know, My dad died and my grandpa died and like all these things and I don't talk to my family and blah, 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 blah. I think it's important to just like get the initial uh, upbeat stuff, uh, get that out of the way and get to know each other in that sense before getting into like a therapy session. Because I've definitely been on the receiving end of this where somebody suddenly is telling me their whole life story in a way that's like heavy and While I'm a very interested person, I love learning about people, I think in the context of dating, it's important to kind of, you're allowed to be um, transparent, but not so uh, ominous because that stuff can come later. And I think that honestly, within a a partnership, you're going to be sharing those kinds of deep, dark secrets. Um, So keep that stuff for like a little bit further in on the dating um, timeline. So yeah, um, speaking of dating, so here's the thing. If you vibe with someone, you have this great first date, 
I think it's a really good thing to set up your second date at the end of that first date. Instead of just saying, yeah, 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 we'll meet up at some point or whatever, come up with something kind of specific. Not like you don't have to come up with a day and the time, but if you do really want to see this person again, I think it's important to try to establish this second date while you're on that first date. Um, the reason I say this is because we live these busy lives. There's a ton of other people on those apps that are going to be sliding into their DMs. And it's important to show you're interested and you do really want to like pursue this. So it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but the idea that like, hey, that was really fun and I do really want to see you again. Um, putting that out there. So, you know, you, you might not you might not be reciprocated in that feeling and that's good to know too because then you can move on. But the idea is to express that you're interested when you are. I've heard a lot about these games of like playing hard to get and maybe not being available and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's kind of stupid because I think you should say you like someone and try to hang out with them again so that you can continue to get to know them. So. After you've established a second date and you might go on it or even you get to your third date, I think that it's okay to um, express what you're looking for and be totally clear about it without being um, too serious. So what I mean by that is I know for me, this is just an example, if I'm dating someone and, and I, I like them and I you know see some kind of like spark or potential, I'll say I, I kind of am looking for, you know, a relationship. Like I'm a relationship girl. I like this idea of being with someone and building something and I want that. And I think that if you express that, but like, you know, in in a honest and upbeat way, it's good to get that out on the table because you want the person that you're starting to get to know to know that that's what you're kind of looking for. Otherwise, if they're not looking for that, if they're looking for like, let's just, you know, hook up, let's just get like, let's just have some kind of like a a one night stand situation and you're looking for more of a serious thing, that's a conflict and you want to know sooner than later. So that's why I like to get that out there in the, you know, within the maybe second or third date. Just say like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for this. Like I, I do really want this kind of like a thing eventually not now like I'm not you know I don't think you should define the relationship just yet that's my next that's my next um tip or trick or thing to navigate but I think that it's important to say what you're kind of going for eventually so this leads to the next topic and that's the whole DTR defining the relationship or at what point do you decide to have the talk and by the talk I mean saying what are we? Because I didn't really know what this whole thing was or DTR. I didn't realize there's like this whole uh, system of you sit down with someone and you're like, yo, what are we? Until it happened to me kind of suddenly and unexpectedly last summer when I was seeing a guy, you know, casually. And one day he was just like, Oh, what are we? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm dating you exclusively. What is what? What do you mean? Like, and he's like, but I want to be your boyfriend. And he like said it like that. And I was like, whoa, okay. And then I asked my friend, and they told me that that's like a thing, and that's like that's this moment, this pivotal defining in the relationship moment. So what I took away from it was how I felt, which was in the moment I was a little bit. Um, shocked and also I felt like it was a little too soon 
So here are my things about how to determine when it's time to define the relationship. If you are planning significant things together, say you're planning to go away some weekend or you're planning to go to some event together, you know, arm in arm, like this is my person, or you're gonna maybe introduce them to a family member or a very close friend, or you're gonna go to dinner with your high school friends and you're gonna bring your partner and you're gonna say, this is blank my person, my boyfriend, that's a good time to kind of establish what this person is. So, cause you don't wanna be in that situation and be introducing someone to maybe your family or whatever and then not have that talk ahead of time. So this could happen, you know, three weeks into dating or it could happen three months into dating. I think it just depends on the pace of like how often you're seeing each other and how much your lives are starting to overlap. So for me, I think that like once I know that I want this person to be my partner, then that the seed is planted. I don't necessarily say it right then and there, but I start to think, okay, when would be a good time that we could talk about this? And I think it's kind of a gut feeling too. Like if you know you're starting to spend a lot of time together, you maybe you're spending enough time that you think it would be okay to bring it up, go for it. That's my opinion. Um, The other thing about that is be prepared when you have that DTR talk for an answer you don't want. So for example, when that person said to me, like, what am I? Let, let's define the relationship. I had to take a second. I said, can I, can I, have, a, can I have a minute? <laughs> and then I think, I think I told them I needed to sleep on it. And <laughs> I don't think that was maybe the right thing to say. I think that was my, my answer right there. But um, I wanted to sleep on it because I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't rushing into something too quickly. Because I don't want to be, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend with too many people back to back to back. I want to make sure that it's like really the right thing. And I'm going into something thinking that it's going to maybe last. Like I I don't like this idea of having multiple boyfriends, you know, in a row. I want to have like a boyfriend for a while. I don't want to have this like bouncing around thing. So in that situation, um, I wanted to make sure it was right and think about it for a second. And so I think that it's important to let the person you're having this conversation with take a second and go, is this really the life that I would like? You know, it's not like committing to, you know, so much, but this idea, it's not like you're getting married, but make sure that the person that you're defining the relationship with wants to be the thing that you're hoping for. I would never want to be in a relationship with someone who didn't want to be my boyfriend. You know, it's like, I want it to be a mutually exciting thing. Like I want it to be where when I say I'm so-and-so's girlfriend, I smile and I go, yeah, I'm the girlfriend. This is exciting. This is fun. You know, I don't want it to be like a a secretive type of like, I don't want to have to say I'm their girlfriend kind of a thing. So um, having that defining of the relationship talk, that definitely is kind of a big deal. So I would say that's something that's a little bit more past. You've been dating for, you know, at least, I would say at least five dates. It may be even more than that. But like, I would say you want to be kind of further along, uh, probably in the double digits of dating dates wise, date counting, if that makes any sense. Um, so another thing is speaking of the dates themselves. So communicating between dates. Here's the thing. 
I think that we live in this modern life. We have our phones on us all the time, texting, DMing, Instagramming, all that. That it's really important in the beginning phases of dating to let the dates be where the value is. Let the dates be what you're taking away from what this relationship is blossoming into, not the stuff in between. Don't get me wrong though, because like getting some cute text between dates is awesome. And like, I think that's really sweet. And I love, you know, I love it when I, if I wake up to a text from someone that I'm into and it's funny and cute or whatever, if it's like a meme, a meme of like the Tinder swindler or something like that, like I'm like, yeah, okay, this is, this is fun. Like I'm thinking of them, they're thinking of me. But what I'm saying is that these, the dates are the things where the substance for the relationship is. So go off of the dates. The texting can be cute, but it's about the time that you spend together because ultimately that's what's that's what matters. And so that's why I think it's important to put quality time into those dates, meaning don't just jump ahead to Netflix and chill right away. Yeah, you want the Netflix and chill. Like that's something that I always want. I love having that like downtime with somebody. But I think that it's important to have the out in the wild thing first before you have that like domestic downtime person. And I'll give an example. So um, something that really impressed me lately is like, you know, I, I've been dating this guy. I've been kind of on a, on a few da- a few really good dates with like the same guy um, consecutively. And we had plans earlier this week uh, for Valentine's Day. It was kind of, you know, I got, I got invited to Valentine's Day and I was like, okay, like, let's do it. I I didn't, you know, I just like went with it. I was really excited. It was really cute the way they asked me to be their Valentine. Um, and so then we went, he asked me like where I wanted to go to dinner on Valentine's Day. And he, he said, like, we could get healthy, healthy food or something. And I was like, oh, perfect. Because, you know, me, I like to eat the same stuff every every day. So we went to, like, my low-key favorite um, restaurant around here that has steamed pumpkin, my favorite thing. And when I saw him walking down the street to meet me for this date, he was, like, he dressed up. Like, he looked good. He looked sharp. And he wore... He looked nice. Like he actually treated it like a date. He wasn't just wearing like a t-shirt and jeans. He was like dressed nicely. And that really made an impression on me. That made me say, or that that said to me without speaking, that he cared, that he like put some thought into this. And even though the place we went to wasn't like super fancy or anything, because, you know, I chose this like place that I love that's, you know, super cheap uh, Asian food, but he um he made this effort to show me that he was taking it like kind of seriously and like you know it was really cute i was like hey this is valentine's day and i mean i was wearing my thigh high boots that i wear (laughs) and um i felt cute but that's that's one thing but for the guy to actually kind of step it up a little bit meant a lot so what i'm saying here with this silly little story is that it's important to show that you care and giving that extra little effort Um, on the days that it matters like don't get me wrong there are going to be times when just wearing sweatpants and stuff is going to be what I want to do but at the same time it's important in the beginning to show that extra little amount of effort and thought it was a really good valentine's day okay anyway so sorry guys um so then uh the other thing that I think is really important is to not let 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 that presence that happens in person those vibes 
be what does the talking and not the social media presence because I've been known to do this and I've also been known to have people do this to me is they go check my Instagram or my Twitter or whatever is out there social media wise and go off of how they think I'm feeling that day based on that. Or I do it to the person where I'm like looking at their stuff and I'm like, oh, it looks like this and that. No, don't do that. (laughs) And I'll tell you why. Because obviously we all know social media is like this projection. It's kind of this like, it's this nebulous thing that's not real. And I know that for myself, I'm kind of a character on my social media. I'm kind of a goofball. And I might be pretending that I'm having a sad moody day and I'm like blasting Russian uh, classical music and stuff. When really I'm, I'm fine. I'm just like, this is just my, that's just like a kind of a projection persona thing that I do. Or I'm, you know, talking. I, I think that you just can't go by what someone's doing on their social media as like how they are. And also don't get caught up in this trap of checking out what your, your, the apple of your eye is doing on social media with other people. The reason I say this is I was talking to a girlfriend the other night. We were both up late, 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 late. Shout out, Stephanie. Um, and we were just talking about this exact thing. We were just like having a conversation about social media and noticing, you know, interactions with our person and others. And not necessarily saying that it's um, something to be worried about, but just noticing it and seeing, well, like, I wonder, you know, how they know that person or this and that. And you can quickly go down a rabbit hole with that and get yourself into some trouble because you start to speculate and wonder and there are some things you don't need to know or there are some things that are out there that people have no idea about. So for example, there are photos of me with dudes that I either work with or uh, models. I mean, there's a photo of me on the internet, like kissing some male model with long hair. I don't even remember his name. Oh, actually, I do remember his name, but that's not the point. The point is, is that like there are pictures of me kissing people on the internet that I don't even know it was my job. And it like might look like, oh, that was that her boyfriend or like, who's that? I don't know them. And like, or maybe I know them very vaguely or like we're acquaintances, but they're not a significant other. And I don't want them to be a significant other. But it could easily be something for someone else to get kind of confused about or intimidated by if they see this picture of me taking my arm and wrapping it around my friend Drew's neck and like being like, oh, I just like your body. Like I say all kinds of crazy shit on my social media that isn't anything um, real. It's kind of just like funny or it's like just me broing out with my pal that I play music with or something. So it's important to not let yourself concoct these ideas of what a relationship with someone else that that you see on social media could be. Because you could be totally wrong. I mean, you could be right, but you could also be really wrong. And more often than not, I think it's easier for us to speculate something's going on when, when nothing's going on. And just go by how the person is with you. Do they make you feel good? Because this last tip is exactly about that and that is so if you're dating someone and you don't know where to begin with like what any of this that I just talked about means like you don't know when to define the relationship you don't know how many dates until you know you should take it to the next level the main thing to think about is do you feel good when you're with them do they make you feel good and do you feel like 
you're both attracted to them in a deep way as well as just genuinely want to be around them. You want to hear what they have to say. You want to hear how their day was. You want to hear what they're working on. Because for me, that's kind of what I go off of. And I heard this amazing quote by this guy named Matthew Hasse. He's like a um, relationship dude. He talks about this for a living and he knows his stuff. But he said something about how it's way more important to weigh your relationship um, values on consistency instead of intensity. I love that because I think it's more about how do you consistently feel? How consistently do they show up for you? Instead of this crazy heightened intensity right away in the beginning that is unsustainable. So that's what I go off of. And that all said, um, with dating, it's funny because I don't really know what I'm talking about, but I do know how I feel. And I know that is it can be so, so, so soul crushing, but it can also be so rewarding and fun to feel like you might uh, like someone or you might start to have these feelings that are hard to find and that something about someone is striking your fancy and making you a little bit giddy and maybe makes you run a little faster. I don't know. I know that for me, um, it's super early and I like I don't know what I'm doing half the time, but I I know what it feels like to feel that that excitement and to just go with it. Don't get too caught up in what it all means and like long term stuff. I think it's important to enjoy the moment and ride the waves and, you know, cute little banter here and there is very 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 healthy and feels good um so does hanging out in person uh for hours at a time anyway um so that all said i hope that you got something out of my dating tips uh let me know what you think hit me up on instagram and until next time just be fast just fall a little bit in love <laughs>